Cheers, everybody, and uh, welcome to my little live stream from the ocean. Facebook user, I, I, I can't give first on the Facebook to the Facebook user guy, because that's usually somebody that just made a troll account just to beat the shit out of me. So let's give it to uh, Nick uh, um, Richin. I, I've had a tough time saying your name, uh, Mr. Nick. How are you, buddy? You are first on the Facebook. Welcome to my live stream from the ocean. Brian Bernard, what's going on? Uh, we give it to uh, Charles B. You are first on the YouTube, my friend. Welcome. You got the Greg Holmes. You got uh, who else we got? We got Wayne Boo Atkins. How are you, Wayne? Love saying his name. I also love saying uh, Ted Palawada. Storms are coming. Yes, it is. It's uh, it's a bit nerve-wracking here at the beach. I'm not going to lie. Look at this guy just throwing $4.99 at me. James Glass, I'm leaving you on the big screen, brother. Thank you. And because you gave me $4.99, why don't you ask me a question there, James Glass? Uh, yeah, there's excitement here at the ocean. Um Way, way out here on uh, Long Island. We are in uh, Hurricane Watch. Uh, it's looking really bad for southern New England. But uh, we're all keeping our eyes on this damn storm path. And they got all these paths. One goes this way, one this way, three over here, two over here. They don't have that technology figured out. It's all just a bunch of spaghetti heading toward where we live. It's like, oh, thank you. Thank you very much for the spaghetti map. But how about you get a little more precise? Uh, do we have to board up our houses? Do we have to get the hell out of here? What the hell's going on? Well, I don't know. These three spaghettis, this is the European model, and this is the Scandinavian model, and this is Nassau's model, and this is the Weather Channel. Oh, which one do we believe? Stupid hurricanes. I hate hurricanes. They they are a buzzkill. I'll tell you right now. Uh, an absolute buzzkill. Um, but we're uh, we're watching we're watching the weather closely. I personally I personally um, I want to I want to I want to stick it out, man. Cuz they're saying like it'll be a one. Maybe it picks up steam over that stupid body of water behind me and and gets to a, a a two but we're sort of in the cone i don't know what to do but I, I would love to uh i would absolutely love to uh to stay but we'll see my um my wife and kids are are visiting the uh the in-laws um they're supposed to be heading back this way i think today but i might tell them just stay in philly i got this so i don't know don't leave your house Gary Krasinski, what year is this? Don't leave your house or the maids will steal all your stuff again. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I got you. I got you. Very nice, Gary Krasinski. Good callback. He's talking about, uh, first of all, I thought he was uh, talking about current day uh, me, and that's that's not happening. There's no, there's no maids anymore. There's no driver anymore. There's nothing. I'm on my hands and knees scrubbing out turlets these days. But boy, was life nice. Life was good for a while, man. Damn, it was good. But uh, now the kid does all the, the washing and the scrubbing. Of course, me and, me and my wife. You know, 
I, I help out. That's what you should do in the year 2021. We don't live in the 50s anymore. Get a goddamn toilet brush and start scrubbing out the turlets. Help out the little lady of the house. <laughs> but Gary Krasinski is talking about the time that uh, we had a hurricane two years in a row. Or two visits in a row. I'm not sure if we took a year off. But uh, Outer Banks, 4x4 Beach, living large, renting a house. Have, I don't know, 15 people in the house. But you couldn't tell because these houses were so ridiculous and big. They all competed with each other too. So back in the day, you could get a giant house with a pool and a, and a game room and a theater and uh, all sorts of... Uh, amenities including like elevators they would advertise well our house has an elevator and uh the price wasn't bad especially when you started splitting it among uh you know two or three families but uh we got knocked out uh twice by hurricanes down there and uh, we haven't been back because of that and what gary krasinski is referring to is the fact that we had to go about a hundred uh hold on i don't want to lose this guy oh brian bernard hold on let me, uh, let me put Brian Bernard on the big screen. Set up a chair on the beach and live stream during the hurricane. I would love to do that. I would love to do that. I, I think I'm going to uh, uh, stay. I, I think I'm going to stay and tell my wife and kids, you know, take another day or two. Come back Monday because I think this hit thing is hitting on Sunday. Um, I think it's going to be more of a, a big-time tropical storm for us, but I'm not really sure yet as I, I, as I continue to look at those spaghetti fucking lines on the map but anyway we had to go about a hundred uh, or so miles inland from the outer banks to get out of the hurricane path and uh turned out it was a bust in the end and uh, i uh, i blame al roker with all that fear mongering it was much better tv to tell everybody that it was going to be a direct hit to the outer banks but in the end that wasn't the case and we left for no damn good reason and we had the house for two weeks. We had to stay in a hotel, uh, I don't know, 100, 150 miles west of the Outer Banks. Shitty hotel where the storm hit there pretty bad, too. Trees were knocked down all over the place. They lost their Wi-Fi. So we're just sitting in a hot hotel uh, for, I don't know, like three or four days. And then finally, we went back to our beautiful house that we were renting on the 4 by 4 beach in the Outer Banks. And... The maids stole all our shit because they didn't think we were coming back. That's what Gary Krasinski was referring to. The media fear-mongering? Inconceivable. 100%. And both sides do it. So, I don't know. We're, uh, you know, we're dealing with that. Um, but all the old-timers out here, just when you think you're, you're in paradise, they remind you that, uh, you know, eventually a storm will take your house. My neighbor, he lives about three houses down. One of the oldest uh, residents in this area. He's in his 80s now. And uh, he, he told me he's on his third house. His third house. <laughs> James Glass. Uh, any chance you'll write a book like uh, Ant did? First of all, um, for a reference point, I never read Ant's book. I know he took some dumb shots at me because a bunch of people told me. But I never read it. Um which I know that sounds crazy to people, but that is the God's honest truth. I mean, there was a time I wanted to write a book, but there's there's no money in publishing right now, especially for someone who uh, is not famous anymore. So I've been trying to uh, sprinkle in a lot of my life and a lot of stories from the O&A days, a lot of family stories and 
everything in between on my uh, my podcast. So I hope you subscribe to the OP Radio podcast. There's there's enough material uh, on the podcast to to be in at least two books. But uh, maybe I'll sit down. I don't know. I got a lot of pages uh, written over the years, but they're here and there. They're in a box over here. They're in a dresser drawer over over there. I think I got some pages written in storage. Stupid storage facility. I think we're paying like $400 a month for our stuff to just sit in a warehouse. What the fuck is that about? That's a brilliant business. Because I, I talk to the guys. Every once in a while, we'll visit our storage unit and we'll visit our stuff. But ours is in like this, for real, a warehouse uh, where it's kind of open to the elements. So they, they wrap all your stuff up in, uh, I don't I, I I guess you could call it really wide duct tape because I don't know the exact thing. <laughs> really wide duct tape. Um, and we visit our stuff every once in a while. We go, oh, wow, look, remember this? And, oh, I used to wear this coat. And, oh, my God, oh, here's some radio stuff. And look at these old pictures. And then we leave. And then we pay this company, you know, $400 month after month after month after year. And then we go back and visit our stuff every once in a while. How stupid is that? I don't know. But then I was t- I was talking to the guy because every time you go there, they have to cut the uh, the wide duct tape so you can check out your shit. And I was asking him, and uh, he said that some of the stuff has been in this warehouse 10, 15 years, and the people never came back. And, you know, they still have their stuff because someone's paying the bills. So I think... I think for most of us, if you um, if you put your stuff in storage, in a storage facility, you're pretty much giving up on all that stuff. And eventually, I guess one of your kids will go through your shit long after you're gone. But we wanna we wanna close up that uh, storage facility and bring some of our stuff home. Come on home with us, little guy. It's all just stuff. You're a hundred percent right, man. I mean, honestly, I'm sure there's some. There's some really good things in my storage facility, but I've lived without it for five or six years, let's say. So I, I don't even know what I'm missing at this point. And it is all just stuff. When my dad died, you know, he had this office that was packed, packed with all sorts of stuff, all his business stuff. Uh, he used to write uh, here and there. And uh, all this stuff meant so, so much to my dad. And I think a lot of you guys can relate to this because after my dad died and you realize, I think it takes you about a week or two to realize that, oh, he's never coming back. Because somewhere in your head, you you still think in some weird way that uh, his stuff is important. And you're like, oh, no, he's dead and he's never coming back. And then inevitably, it's up to the kids to figure out what to do with the stuff. So we went through his stuff as best we could, but he had a lot. And, uh, you know, a lot of his life ended up in a dumpster. Cheers. But we didn't know what else to do with it. So we, you know, we, we, we grabbed a few things that were important to each of us. And then uh, the rest of it, we're like, ah, I think it's easier just to get a dumpster. And that's what we did. And that's what a lot of you guys do. Uh, hey, Hope, have a lovely day. Who are you? Chris Dow? Well, how about you have a lovely day? All right, now we're talking about junk. Let's go to Glenn. Glenn's uh, one of the regs, 
Now I recognize you, Glenn. Some of some of you, it takes a little while, and then all something something pops, and I I recognize you. And of course, Glenn, I recognize you now, Pedro. I have a box of junk in my closet that I can't live without, though I never seem to need it. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm really good at that, though. I'm a I'm a minimalist by nature, and um, I'll go through my closet every once in a while. And I look at all these clothes, and you know how you're like, oh, but I like that shirt. Oh, I like those pants. Oh, that jacket, I like it. And then you start thinking, I haven't worn that shirt. I haven't worn those pants. I haven't worn that jacket in 10 years. So when I open up a a closet and look at my old clothes, immediately I just throw them all away. I'm like, if you liked it that much, somewhere in your stupid head, you would have continued wearing uh, those things. What's your thoughts on Afghanistan? Oh, pretty messed up how we left that mess. Uh, Chris Dow again. Jesus, Chris. What do you? What is it? The uh, the Opian Chris Dow show? Uh, not a bad idea, actually. You're you're giving me material. Um, look, I think every president failed to Afghanistan, going all the way back to the Bush. Uh, Bush has blame. Obama has blame. Trump has blame. And because it happened on his watch, Biden has a lot of blame. What? I thought you were a, a snowflake, a libtard, Ope. Um, kind of dumb. Kind of dumb that they didn't think that the Taliban was going to take over so quickly. They really thought, well, it's time to get the hell out of there. And I don't disagree. And I think most Americans agree that it's time to just leave Afghanistan. But, man, to not have, uh, what is that, some of that foresight? To know that uh, as soon as we tell everybody we're leaving, that the Taliban would would regroup and take over that country so quickly, that's pretty stupid, my friends. And now we got a lot of people that are stuck. We're never going to get all those people out before the end of the month. And a lot of those people, as as you've seen the stories on um, on your favorite cable news channel, you know, a lot of those people helped the American effort. And a lot of those people were all about the cause, and now they're stuck behind, and the Taliban knows where they live. They had their cell phone numbers, and these people are really, really scared. And they just simply cannot uh, organize that situation enough to get these uh, these good people out of uh, Afghanistan. In the end, it's going to be an incredible tragedy. The stories that are going to come out of that country after we officially leave, it's going to be heartbreaking. But uh, look, we had to go. It was 20 years. They don't really uh, want what we want for their country, unfortunately. And uh, we lost a lot of uh, our men and women over there. And uh, and uh, it's it's just simply sad. I, I, I wish there was a better way to do it to try to get as many people out of there as possible. But it's not looking good. And then you got people that live so far from uh, Cabal. Oh, my God. Cabal? Cabal? And uh, just to try to get to the airport is a complete nightmare because they got roadblocks all over the place. And they're holding up a a lot of people for a lot of money to get through checkpoints. But I think there's plenty of blame to go around as far as uh, current president and past presidents. Well said? Oh, my God. Maybe I should do this for a living. Jose says, well said. Oh, thanks for your service, brother. I appreciate you. Lots of brave men. Yeah, man. 
first of all, the, the, the video of people just climbing on the plane as it's uh, rolling down the runway, heartbreaking. Can you imagine what kind of life you have that you, you've decided you want? I can't get inside the plane, but maybe there's a miracle for me and I'll just hold on to the outside of the plane and hope for the best. Can you imagine? We have it so good in America as we bitch and complain and fight with each other day in and day out. We got it good in this country. These people, they're like, my life is going to be so bad with the Taliban. Is it Taliban or Taliban? I'm going to say Taliban. I think that's my Long Island coming out. Taliban. That they're really willing to risk their lives and hang on to a fucking plane as it takes off. That's crazy. And then yesterday, they're showing um, video. Uh, I heard this happen more than once, but I only saw one. Where uh, parents are like, look, I, I'm not leaving this country, man. It's, it's so obvious. I don't have a visa. I don't have any paperwork. So they're handing their kids to the Marines over the fence. Like, just take my kid and give him a better life. That is heartbreaking. Damn it, I'm sipping out of... There's no coffee. I think I was going for something dramatic. This is so heartbreaking. And then I take a dramatic sip of coffee and look, I have nothing. Uh, yeah, throwing kids over barbed wire, Brandon Hollinger. If you're a parent, you understand that shit. But they're like, look, it's too late for me, but at least take my kid. Maybe, maybe he'll have a better life. Because if you take a kid and then you're like, well, where are the parents? And they, and they dart off into the crowd. Now what? What happens to that kid? Do we leave that kid in uh, Afghanistan? Probably, right? Just terrible. Uh, welcome to Muslim countries. I don't know, man. There's a lot of people in uh, Afghanistan that want to live a better life. That's for sure. That country will never be figured out. They've been in, uh, in a civil war for what? For a long, long time. We paid attention after 9-11, uh, right? So we've been paying close attention to that area for 20 years. But it's been going on a lot longer than that. It's a real shit show for sure, Ted Palawada says. we got a lovely, lovely private Facebook group. And uh, from time to time, but I'm, I'm going to start doing it on a regular basis. I put the link in the private Facebook group. You click on it. Next thing you know, you're, you're on camera with me. And you can just babble. This is all it is. I'm just babbling. And then in other news, for the old uh, Opie and Anthony fans, um, if you've been following along... Pat from Menaki has been fighting diabetes pretty hard. He's had incredible infections in his left foot. Some of the, the, the photos he posted, oh, good God. And then social media was shutting him down and taking down his pictures. And, and I'm thinking, he's showing real life. They were trying to save his left foot. And the infections were getting worse and worse. And then they were taking bone away. And then there was giant holes in the side of his foot. And... Uh, Everyone was really, really hoping that the outcome would be uh, much better than it is. But uh, it turns out, I think it was yesterday, they took his left foot. They took Pat from Minaki's left foot. Stupid diabetes. Uh, you're lying. This guy's lying. Frank White, Facebook group sucks. They booted me. I said something bad about uh, God Opie. Yeah, that's not true, Frank White. And guess what? I think I'm going to block you here, too, because... I'm the only one that gets rid of people from the, the private Facebook group. And guess what? I haven't booted one person. Not a one. So you're just lying.
You're absolutely lying. And then my regular uh, Facebook group, I couldn't tell you the last time we booted somebody. So you're just lying. Stop lying. By the way, uh, let's keep this up for a long time. Brian Bernard, thank you, buddy. There's a GoFundMe uh, page that's set up for Pat Fumanaki. He's had a fucking tough run, man. And now they took his left foot. So there's the link if you want to um, throw some money at, uh, at Pat from Winaki. I think uh, we're trying to get $10,000 for him. Matter of fact, you know, every day you guys throw me a few bucks to keep me motivated to do these live streams and to keep the podcast free. I don't have a lot of advertisers. But today, man, if you were thinking of giving me a few bucks, don't do that. Click on this link and uh, give, uh, give your money to Pat from, uh, from Winaki today, okay? That would be uh, greatly appreciated. He He's a fucking good egg. Has never asked for anything from anybody from the Opie and Anthony show. Um, did just amazing radio for us over the years. And uh, he's absolutely going through a tough time. And I don't think this is the end of his diabetes battle, unfortunately. Uh, but yesterday, they, they took his left foot. It looked like they went pretty high, too. It looked like they might have got... Uh, I don't know, maybe up to his calf. I don't, I'm not really sure because the bandaging, I, I've been studying the picture that he posted and I'm trying to figure out exactly how much of his leg they took. But they, they left his knee. I know Pat doesn't want to hear this, but uh, they figured out that fake leg big fucking time. Big fucking time. So uh, I, I, think, uh, I think you'll do all right there, Pat. What's up, Evie? How are you? I hope uh, I hope you're doing a little better. Oh shit! Can you put that link up? Every time I put someone else on the on the big screen, I, we lose the link. He was always hilarious, and he's such a nice guy. Very sad what he's going through. A hundred percent, man. But if we could raise a few uh, a few thousand dollars for him to make his life a little better, as he rehabs and uh, they figure out what to do, I'm I'm sure they'll fit him with some kind of uh, prosthetic. Uh, that'll help a lot. That diabetes is a, is a mother effort, right? Oh, thank you, Brian. Brian, uh, here's the link again. Like I said, instead of giving me a, a few bucks, giving me some pocket money today, don't do that. Click on that link right now and give uh, Pafro Minaki some, uh, some love today, all right? I know it's grim, but I want a cool robot leg, Glenn uh, says. Oh, my God. I mean, they're getting better with the fake arm, but the fake leg... Uh, living in New York City, you see so many people walking around with that fake leg. And sometimes you you're, you just stare at the leg as you're walking behind these people. And you're like, that, that looks exactly, well, it doesn't look exactly like, but it moves exactly like a leg does. They, the technology on the, on the fake leg has come a long, long way, man. Unbelievable. And that's where, like, robot technology is important. But, uh, you know, when you start making robots dance and do fucking Tai Chi and shit, you're just creating the thing that is going to take over the planet. And I call it the thing. Yes. Brandon Hollinger, thanks uh, to you, Ope. I quit sugar. Diabetes runs in my family. Such a horrible disease. Yeah, we got a little of that action in my family as well, man. It's, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's not good, as, as we all know. But, I mean, it's kind of cool that Pat from Winocchi is going to be, like, part bionic man. I think that's kind of cool. I think that goes with his personality. I think that would be amazing. You know what's weird about Pat? Not weird. I think it's actually really, really cool 
Um, Pat's lived in a trailer and life has given him one plate of shit after another. And the guy deals with it every single day with humor. The guy is hilarious, even in his in his darkest hours. We can all learn from Pat. He just jokes his way through the whole fucking thing. And I, I know he's taking it seriously. You could tell by his posts and his updates that he's taking it seriously. But, man, he, he handles it with uh, grace and humor. We got a hurricane coming my way which we're pretty nervous about. And of course, we're still dealing with the whole Fezzi thing. God, the love and the support for Ron Bennington and his daughter and Fezzi's family and the fans of the Ron and Fez show. It's been really, really cool to see. Really, really cool. I just hope Fezzi understood when he was alive how much uh, people cared about him. I, I hope I hope uh, he knew that. Brian Barkley, any good news? I don't know, man. We've been in a, a weird rut lately, right? Any good news? Uh, not really. The Fez shit is heavy. The Paframanaki left leg thing is heavy. Uh, this Afghanistan stuff is really, really heavy. Oh, what are you barking at? Just a, it's our neighbor, you idiot. How do you not recognize our neighbor at this point? God, this dog is dumb. Fez didn't even like you. Look at this guy. Like, uh, you, you choose, you choose Fezzi's death to throw some hate at me. You don't know that at all. Why would you do that? That's more about you than me. Uh, uh, what is your name? Night Self, or I'll give you a little, uh, a little uh, love today. That's just a terrible thing to say. How about you take a break from from your hate for me and let everyone mourn properly. I'm doing the right thing and trying to throw a lot of love at Fez and a lot of love at Ron and Fez and a lot of love uh, towards their families and their fan base. So how about you take a little break and you can get back to hating me in a few days, you miserable person. That's just terrible. People are, it's downright depressing how bad and nasty people are. Thanks for the uh, $1.99, but I don't want the money today. I want you to click on that link for Pat from Monaki and uh, throw some money at his GoFundMe, all right? To make his life a little easier in the coming months. Uh, but thank you. But uh, where's that link again, Brian? Throw, give me that link again so I can pop it on the big screen before we, uh, before we uh, wrap up. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, he's not a nice. There are people that are so obsessed. I guarantee that guy just heard some dumb shit on the internet and is just repeating it. No one knows the relationship I had with Fez. I know damn well he was very, very appreciative of the support I gave the Ron and Fez show and Fez. I, I said that we didn't really hang um, when the mics were off. Um, but, but to just try to go down that road as people are mourning, that, that says a lot more about that person than, than anything else. It, it's pathetic. Uh, where's that link? Give me that link one more time. Oh, here it is. Sorry. Uh, where are we? Where are we? Why are we here? There it is. Okay. We can wrap up with this. Thank you, Brian Bernard. You're, you're a good egg, my brother. Uh, there's the link. If you're watching this in the replay... Uh, please click on that. Pat from uh, from Monaki could use the help. 
Uh, he lost his left leg to diabetes. They were trying everything to save that thing, but man, the side of his foot, it was like a sinkhole. And it was getting worse and worse. And uh, there was hope. And they tried everything. And then finally they said, you know what? Uh, I think, honestly, I think they took his, his left foot to pretty much save his life, to, to stop uh, the infection and what was going on because of the diabetes. So there's the link on the big screen. Please click on that. Um, give a few bucks to Pat. I know we're all struggling, but if you could afford to give a few dollars, that would be great. If not, I understand. It's okay. There's plenty of other people that will do that. I know your heart's in the right place, okay? Uh, with this hurricane coming, maybe I'll turn this back on later today. Maybe we'll just have a beer. Because that was a good question. Is there any good news? So maybe we'll just turn this back on later and just have a beer with each other. How, how does that sound? I think that could be pretty cool, right? Nice and light. I'll put the link in the private Facebook group. Some of you guys could pop on with your beers and let's just chill. I think that would be nice. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for checking out the live stream. I really, really appreciate it. And uh, please click on that link. Oh, wait, you can't really click on that link, though. You're going to have to copy and paste it. Oh, what a pain in the ass. No one copies and pastes anymore in this day and age. Wait, I don't even think you can copy and paste if it's on the big... Oh, this stinks. We didn't raise any money. Stupid me. I'm thinking, oh, Brian Medard gives me the link. And then you can just click on it on this. Look, I can't even click on it. I got the arrow over there, and I can't even click. Oh, this stinks. Who the hell is going to type all that out? The old days, we used to have to type all that out, and you always got it wrong, and then finally you would get it right. Stupid URLs. Dumb eggheads. When they figured out this internet for everybody, they're like, hey, I, oh, that's easy for me to, to understand. How about the, the link is just money for Pat's fake leg? Not F. B, C, I, I, D equals capital W. Who's going to fucking figure that out? And then, of course, we still haven't figured out that an O could be a zero. God, we're so stupid. Oh, my God. It's on my Facebook page. All right, the actual link that you could click on, good. I just realized. I thought it was going to be easy for everybody. Like, oh, I'll just click. And uh, I'll give a quick $20 instead. They're like, is that a T? Is that an I or an L? I don't know. What is that? I think it's a capital zero. What? No, there's no capital zero. So is it, a, is it an O? Stupid eggheads. Thanks for nothing. Dumb eggheads and their URLs. Boo 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 bo